0: Testing, ladies and gentlemen, one, two, three, welcome to not the Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Ellen, or Jimmy Corden show. You're watching the Right Show podcast. We are in a studio outside of the first and most important studio we've ever worked in. So therefore, the Wi-Fi is probably going to suck. It doesn't matter. We are a support group for normal people. So please leave your comments and I will post them live, front page, front and center, And we can all laugh and enjoy the show together. Ladies and gentlemen, today is the hard work episode. Hard work always wins. We're going to talk about dirty jobs, doing your job, falling short at your job, and working too hard at your job. This is The Right Show Podcast. Buckle up. It's going down. Yes. (laughs) Welcome, Welcome, YouTubers, Facebookers, and everyone in between. Episode number 114, as I said before, The Right Show is a podcast and a support group for normal people. If you're listening to this, check the description. There might be a link to watch it live. Our subscriber count is up. That is from doing this each and every week. Hard work wins 391000 YouTubers that's going to be up to 392 by next week, I guarantee it. Instagram 128,000. Oh wait, wait. No. What? 129,000. Booyah. We just went up a thousand now that I checked and TikTokers 140k. Please put in the comments where do you live? The reason is I can look up where you're at. Maybe I have a show near you. Two towns over. Maybe if I'm not coming to a comedy club in your town, we can add your city to a tour stop because it's within striking distance of somewhere else I'm going to be. Just got back from San Francisco. We had an amazing time. In fact, someone got a photo, perfectly timed photo, of a trolley going by and me riding the trolley to my show. I've never been able to ride a San Francisco trolley. To my show. Take a look right here. Look how amazing I look right there. Um, and when we zoom out, we see this is my show. Look right here. Cobb's Comedy Club in San Francisco and Cave Sunday show. And here I go right there hanging on the end, looking like a San Francisco treat. Hell yeah. What do you think, folks? Hanging on for dear life. Um, nobody wants to fall down in San Francisco because then three or four men come help pick you up and they kind of get behind you and start lifting and grunting. So you got to be very, very careful. You too don't want to become a San Francisco treat. Um, Just so you know, that wasn't me, but that was somebody else going by on the trolley. I thought it looked close enough, so I thought that was hilarious. Tell me what you thought. We'll be back with a whole lot more. Oh, whenever you do a comedy show, there can be so many people in the audience and part of the fun is talking to the audience seeing if there's something new going on that has not happened at every other show. We just got back from San Francisco. But before that, I was in a little town called Naples, Florida, and there was a Thai woman at my show. Now, she didn't look Thai at all. In fact, she's like, I'm Thai. I'm like, really? So here is the interaction. She looked like a white girl with, you know, she looked kind of like Pamela Anderson, but a little tan and and maybe like a sandy brownish hair. Little did I know. Thai woman, take a look. Did you clap for being Asian? What kind of Asian are you? I'm Thai. Thai. Oh my, you don't look very Thai. <laughs> no, yeah, you look like a white girl in Naples, but you're Thai. Okay.
1: <laughs> you look like a
0: tan white girl in Naples. Is that, are you 100% Thai? 100%.
1: Yeah.
0: Half Thai. Okay, cool, man. Congratulations, sir. You got a Thai woman. Yeah, and they're not always women. So you did very well. That's fantastic. That's, I can tell. That's a real one. That's a real one. Uh-huh. You want the original parts. (laughs) That didn't happen. That was a real Thai woman. I want you to know. Let the record stand. Now, she was with her boyfriend, and he also said, real woman. And uh, he was ready to prove it. Tupac Shakur. He hasn't been around for a long time, but they're still resurrecting statues with him to this day. Now, the funny thing about this statue they've just made for Tupac is... They've aged him to what he would look like if he became 70 or 80 years old. Most people, even if they die at 100 years old, they make a statue when they were young, you know, when he was a young James Bond, when he was a young Clint Eastwood, when he was a young general or a young military man. But here, Tupac has been aged to a year he never reached. I saw that. I said, that looks like Jesse Lee Peterson. Amazing. Take a look. Jesse Lee Peterson saw my post and mentioned it on his famous talk show, I've already gotten thousands of texts going, You were on Jesse Lee Peterson. That's amazing.
1: Amazing. <laughs> we do have that statue if you want to check it oh, out. Oh, let me see it. Yeah, there was a they made a statue of Tupac. Yeah. And Kayvon, the uh, the guy who spoke at your one of your men's conferences, oh, he's a comedian. Yeah. yeah. He... He sent it to us saying, this guy looks like Jesse Lee Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I guess they aged Tupac to make him look like how he would look were he alive today, even though he died in the 90s. But wasn't he some radical rapper or something? Why they made a statue of him? Oh, I forgot. They made one of George Floyd. Yeah. My world made one of Tupac. Uh-huh. Ain't that something of taking down the real men's statues and putting up this fake stuff? Yeah, true. Tupac was just a rapper or something, right? Yep. He did nothing. He, he did nothing there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he also just got a Hollywood star the other day. Oh Lord. wow! Are they giving him
1: away free now? <laughs> <laughs> what a mess! He went out with a bang, though. He did. Oh, yeah. he was shot. Yeah. That's the bang. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was meant to be a pun, because yes, he was shot, but also like he was uh, very popular. Oh yeah. Yeah. To this day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> 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 that is amazing. That looked like me too. Indeed. What the? And so he got there from that Tupac station thing, right? Right.
0: Isn't it so cool to be able to see something funny, tweet it to somebody, and obviously, I know Jesse Lee Peterson. I've worked with him a few times. I know his staff and his team and they picked it up, put it on the show. It was amazing. And I hope you'll watch more of Jesse. He is hilarious. When we come back, a whole lot more. Mike Rowe is known for dirty jobs. What a cool concept. He decided to highlight people and workers that normally don't get that televised experience. Well, guess what? He said something very important about hard work. I want you to see it for yourself. We told a
1: whole generation of kids in so many words, these jobs are so unimportant. You don't even get to look at them. Yeah. Wood shop, metal shop, auto shop, all those things. We just, we just took them right out. We arbitraged them yeah. right out of the curricula. We did that on top of telling a generation of three, four and five and six year old, especially little boys, you're the problem. If you can't sit still and shut your mouth for eight hours and do this worksheet, you are the problem. You need to be pumped full of medication. You need to be set out aside because you're the issue.
0: Wow, so there you have it straight from the hardest working people's mouth. Hardworking jobs, plumbing, electrical work, construction. They're considered those. Turn your nose up to those jobs. Put all the people in the Twitter and the Facebook and the Google jobs and you think you're better than all those people beneath you until you need a plumber, an electrician. Or someone to fix your drywall. Oh boy. That's when you're calling going, I'll pay whatever it takes, please. There's, it's my bathroom. Oh my goodness. Speaking of working hard, women claim they want equality at work. And women claim they deserve it. You talk to Megan Rapino. She is not a good soccer player. She can't beat any men. But she wants equal pay to the men. Equal rights of the men. Equal filled stadiums of the men. But she lacks the skills. So, Here we have a whole group of jobs we've never seen women try for. What happens to them demanding equality when the jobs look like this? When you watch Megan Rapino sitting inside an air-conditioned high-rise on camera saying how life isn't fair, just know she didn't put in the air conditioning. She didn't put the steel up for the building. She didn't frame out the doorways she walked through. She just thought this all just happened because she's an amazing lesbian. <laughs> the point is, those are the jobs that built this country, keep it running, keep the world running. So show a little respect because even I haven't had the courage and the hard work to do those jobs. Hats off to the hardest working people in America who just so happen to be alpha males and manly men. We'll be back with a whole lot more of The Right Show. And if you're on the left, you're gonna hate what's coming next. When Losing a basketball game, for some reason, they make the poor athletes do an interview, and that's got to be tough because people that work hard and want to win don't want to sit there and think about a loss. They'd rather go right back to the gym or the drawing board or the video and figure out what happened. I can't imagine if I did a horrible comedy set, did not like the crowd that night, and I had to do a press conference. What do you think went wrong? Man, I got to tell you, man, I feel like um got a lot of work to do. I feel like um. Anyway, this guy Giannis did not like basically what the reporter had to say. The reporter gave him a hard time about a loss and this basketball player put him in his place immediately. I think you're going to love it. Take a look. Do you view this season as a failure?
1: <sighs> oh my God. Uh, you asked me the same question last year, Eric. Okay. Uh, do you get the promotion every year? On your job. No, right? So every year you work is a failure. Yes or no? No. Every, every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal, right? Which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able, I don't know, um, provide a house for them or take care of your parents. You work towards a goal. It's not a failure. It's steps to success. Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championship. The other nine years was a failure. That's what you're telling me. No, I'm asking you a question. Yes or no? No, Okay, exactly. So why are you asking that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in
0: sports. It's the wrong question. Now, obviously, the journalist has never played sports before, never been a success. A lot of these journalists, they go to college for four or five years. Radical left teachers push them to the top so they can come out and be a good little Acosta, a good little Anderson pooper scooper, a good little Don suckle your lemons a good little Rachel Mad Cow disease. So why do you think? Why do you think that maybe um, LGBTQ makes up 2, 4, 8% of America, but they make up 80% of the news reporters? Because you got these left-wing soy boys like Rachel Maddow asking elite athletes, did you fail? So are we all equal now? No, we are not equal. You are nowhere near where we are. So that's what's going on, and that guy was mad. Now, Donald Trump does not... Take questions lightly from reporters. He will make fun of you to your face, and that's why the left hates him. But Donald Trump has an idea for basketball that if Giannis wants to play for Trump's league, he will be the number one player of all time and win all the trophies, all the championships. It's really amazing. Watch what Donald Trump thinks he should do, and it's really fantastic, folks. I can't wait till you see it. Take a look.
1: I think if I was a basketball coach, I'd be the greatest coach in history. I'd have a women's team. I'd have all men. I'd have... I'm not a fan of LeBron James. I don't like LeBron, but I'd say, hey, LeBron, you ever think of becoming a woman because you're going to be on my team? We're going to have, we're going to go undefeated for the next five years, LeBron. I'm not a fan, but you know, I would ask him that question.
0: So, what do you think about LeBron Strap James taking the WNBA courts by storm? I think Donald Trump is one of the top five best comedians in America. You already know I'm in the top five too. That leaves only three others. Who do you think the next three best comedians after Donald Trump, cave on comedy, who comes next, folks? Put it in the comments. We'll be back with a whole lot more of The Right Show, one of the greatest, best, nicest shows I've ever seen in a long time. I tell you what. Let's catch up in the comments. Cynthia thinks Donald J. Trump would be the best basketball coach. Patches like some. Helen likes some. And oh, yeah. Andrew Breitbart is one of the best journalists out there. That's what one of the comments says. All right. Moving right along. My merchandise is going and flying off the shelves. If you don't like these shirts, then there's something wrong with you. I might even say fa. You take a look at my Vietnamese merchandise. It's on teespring.com/goph. During the pandemic, they shut down a lot of these restaurants. I was like, I have an idea for a Vietnamese restaurant. We'll make it a drive-through only Vietnamese restaurant. Drive-through only. You take the ingredients. You eat them at home. I already got the name picked out. Go pha yourself. Politicians like you're not essential. Go fight yourself. We open. That's my favorite kind of Asian. You know why I like Vietnamese? Because the food is delicious. They have a soup. It's spelled P H O. You ever heard of that soup? Yeah. Yep. When I went there, first time, I go, Can I try your pho? The lady's like, It's not pho, it's pho. Then I realized the name of her restaurant was hilarious. It was good for you. I'm like, Damn, that's funny, man. I was like, This is good for me. That's good. Then I started looking for Vietnamese food all around the world. I went to Las Vegas. I kid you not. There's a lady there named Kim Long, so she opened her own restaurant and named it after herself. It's called Pha Kim Long. Accident? I don't know. Pha oh, yourself. Pha oh, yourself. Now some people are saying, Kayvon, I don't wear T-shirts. Those were not T-shirts. Those were tote bags, backpacks, slide slippers, of course, hats, sweatshirts, and rain jackets. It's all on teespringcom G-O- P-H-O, for all my Vietnamese hoes in the house. Now, when I say Vietnamese hoes, that is not a bad word. Vietnamese last name is ho. H-O. So, if you thought something dirty, that's on you. Uh, Keep they name out your mouth. Keep they ho name out your mouth. Tour dates are coming up. I hope everybody will join me. Find one of these cities and Come to the comedy show. We have, coming up, Las Vegas, Laughlin, Minneapolis, Phoenix, Austin, Texas, Dallas, Mondovi, Wisconsin. Am I saying that right? Never been. Irvine, we got a private party. It's a birthday party in the L.A. area. San Diego, Vancouver, Canada, Raleigh, North Carolina. And then we go to St. Louis, Indianapolis, and Edmonton. If any of those cities ring a bell, if you know anyone in those cities, simply go on KVON Comedy dot com buy a ticket even if you can't show up the comedy club would love that and be like man this guy's pre-selling tickets then you can give them away to a friend as a gift moving right along comedian tom green talks about hard work i think what he says will resonate because for me as a comedian this is how i try to live my life comedy can be very easy one hour on stage but do you think that's all i do you think all it is is one hour on stage Or is that one hour on stage a lifetime of training, practicing, performing, writing, rewriting, filming, editing, taking things out, putting things in, remixing, rearranging, and watching yourself do it on camera to the point where you don't want to see it and fixing those problems. Hopefully we get better and better every year. Take a look. Tom Green will let you know how he
1: thinks hard work wins. You have to work harder than anybody else or you're not going to make it. You have to sacrifice, you have to make sacrifices. First of all, you have to start doing it. Fortunately, today there's so many opportunities to make film or to do comedy, so you have to start doing it. Get up on stage at the comedy club or get a video camera and start making videos. But you can't just start doing it, you have to start doing it every day, all day, all night. You're gonna be thinking, eating, breathing your art. And when your friends, Want to go play poker at the casino or go out to the bar? You don't go. Go once a week, but you don't go every night. Maybe go twice a month. But when your friends are all out having fun every night, doing things, going to watch the football game, going to watch the, you know, you go and sit in front of your computer and you edit video because you don't have a lot of time. Time goes by way faster than you understand when you're in your 20s. Time is going by very fast. And if you're not in there learning the maximum amount of stuff that you need to learn per year, you're just gonna wake up one day and life's gonna have passed you by and you're not gonna be good enough because you didn't spend enough time on your craft. Uh, And uh, all of a sudden you'll be 40 and you never did it. And just take advantage of of the time that you have when you're young and the freedom you have when you're young to really focus.
0: Wow. So that was really nice to hear. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Green just told you, even though he looks like a silly goofball, how hard you need to work to make it. So when I was in volleyball camp, when I was a teenager and the Hawaiians that would teach it were like, volleyball is very important. I don't know if they were from Hawaii or Philippines, or, but the guy had a very thick accent and he said, you have to eat volleyball, drink volleyball, sleep volleyball and dream volleyball. Uh, I didn't get that big into volleyball, but I do believe I eat comedy, drink comedy, sleep comedy, and at night I dream comedy. Thank you, Tom Green, for showing you and me how hard we all have to work. When we come back, a whole lot more of The Right Show. Nobody ever worked harder than Michael Jackson. You could tell Michael Jackson would eat, sleep, drink, and dream about performing. But what you saw was a masterpiece. What if you took away all the glitz and the glamour and just showed his vocals and him working the stage? It was not as romantic as when he put it all together. This is how it's going to feel to you when you're working hard. And... This is what you experience while the rest of the world sees magic go. Escape no
1: world, I have to enjoy that simple dance. And I see that everything was on my side. It's a sin, I can put love and romance. And I
0: see that again. But I just can't take it, just can't make it soon. Got the love and soon the angel fear. Look who took you under
2: to stand in the distance. On the blood so is on the night. Susie got your number, and Susie said it right. She got your number, it does it feel. i to know the stranger, ah, it's hard to kill. Ah, she you got your baby, ah, it happened fast. Ah, if you could only erase the past. And I had to taking the chance inside of all of them and seeing the eyes of both again. Ah, 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 ah. And I had to taking the chance inside of all of them and seeing the eyes of both again. To escape the world, I had to enjoy that simple dance and see that everything was inside. It like it was a and
0: now just there you have it ladies and gentlemen when we experienced Michael Jackson we did not see what he was going through what he sounded like how he felt during the performance we saw a masterpiece sometimes I'm on stage working hard and I'm thinking this guy's not liking me. And the girl in the front's eating a salad. She's not even paying attention. I get off stage. Uh, That wasn't my best show. And people are saying, Let me buy a t-shirt. That was great. Can I get a photo? And I'm like, why? That was so we need to get out of our own head. Keep performing the best you can. And sometimes what you're going through and feeling, it's not even noticeable to the crowd but we just saw a scaled back Michael Jackson. Nobody ever thought of him performing quite like that. And you could see even he was dealing with a loss of voice, exhaustion. He's not hitting his lines, but it doesn't matter. Keep working hard and showing up because you might become a smooth criminal if you work hard enough. Here's a guy who took his job a little too seriously this past weekend. The Miami Heat, a basketball team, decided it would be a fun promo to have Conor McGregor punch their mascot. I don't know why. I don't know the point. I don't get the bit. I don't understand the joke. But Conor McGregor didn't pull his punch. He didn't do it WWE style. He thought he was actually in a real fight, and he went for the kill shot. Turns out he put this mascot in the hospital for over a week. He's out now, he's better, but take a look how seriously Conor McGregor takes his punching, even when
1: it's just a joke. All right, so
2: If there was ever a guy that would take it too far, you know that's going to be Conor McGregor. He knocked out the Miami Heat mascot during the third quarter. It was a timeout, and he was promoting his new brand that is actually a partner with the Miami Heat. So he was talking to the crowd, telling them about what the brand is and what the product is, and the crowd started booing him. Here's a video. I'm a
1: And
0: all the over the years.
1: this and comes
2: And then twenty seconds later they went to do the skit where I assume they were just meant to box, but Connor McGregor, full blown, punched him in the face. And obviously connected well because the mascot had to go to the ER had to go to hospital and he has since been released and is doing well but Conor McGregor literally sent the Miami Heat mascot to hospital you will never ever see anything like this ever again
0: I don't know who came up with that bit who decided that was funny I do know he was pitching a pain relief drug maybe the mascot was able to take that pain relief drug and leave the hospital two or three days sooner than normal. If that's the case, sign me up. I would love to try it, but I don't want to get punched by Conor McGregor in order to do it. I know I need some pain relief. I have been suffering for over a week. However, that is not the reason I look exhausted. I'm Persian. Persians have dark circles under their eyes. They have large noses. They are very dark, sexy, seductive type of people. Persian women, they are nice, romantic. The men, they are tall, dark, and handsome. It just so happens my mom is American, so I I look half Persian, and, well, this joke will explain it best. Take a look. My dad's a good dude. My dad is an immigrant from Iran. He's Persian. Do we have any Persians in the house? I didn't think so, none, all right. We got one, that's how big a minority are, but there's only one and a half of us right here. It sucks being a minority, but nobody knows. Like my dad's Persian, my mom's regular white. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, and I don't get any minority credit because I don't look like it. Like I'm just as Persian as Barack Obama is black. That's a lot, that's a lot, yeah. But it doesn't show. Like all I have are my dad's Persian eyes. Very dark, very sexy Persian eyes. After the show, come see me. you see the Persian eyes, very nice. I have dark Persian eyes, but I have my mom's light features. I look like a tired white guy. It doesn't play. Women don't know I'm exotic. They think I'm exhausted. They're always telling me, you need more iron. I'm from Iran. That's what it is, okay? So lately I've been doing that joke and it is true. A woman who was into like energy crystals and Oriental medicines was like, the reason you have the black circles, actually it's not because you're Persian. Even though I have photos of my father as a child, he looks just like this and then I have it. She goes, the reason you have it is you need more iron in your life. And I looked at her, I go, or maybe you need more Iran in your life. And she's like, oh my God. So anyways, that's my new pickup line, ladies. Tell me if you like it. And if you do, send it to a Persian guy. And say, Do you need more iron in your life? And if he's smart, and if he watches the K comedy show, he'll say, No, baby, but you need more Iran in yours. If he does that, definitely go out on the date with him and do whatever he wants. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have had laughs to start the show. We had a laugh to end the show, and we covered all the hard work in the middle of the show. If we do a recap, we had Michael Jackson, and we had Conor McGregor. We had Mike Rowe talking about dirty jobs. We showed men doing jobs women would never want to do. And don't say, well, I know one lady who does it. You know one. You know the exception to the rule. But we're talking about the rule. Even I don't want to do some of those jobs. So hats off to hardworking men. This was the hardworking episode of The Right Show. And folks, if you like the comedy clips, the best way to leave a tip in the bucket is just go on kvoncomedy.com and order Essential, my new one hour comedy special. It's only 12 bucks. We spent over $12,000 putting it together, filming it, editing it. So I want to pay all those people. So put in 12 bucks in the pot. And if we get 1,000 people to put in 12, we paid for the whole thing. We've already got like 600 people that did it. We only have 400 more to go. It's going to be very easy. We get about one a day, two a day. Um, at the end of the month, we're looking at like 50 to 60 specials ordered. So I think we're going to do it within the next three or four months. Now, if you don't want to order a comedy special, then do a one-time donation. GoFundMe.com slash KVONComedy or PayPal.me slash or Cash App Dollar Sign Cave On Comedy, Okay. Or Venmo at K V O N. Dash KVON. Freedom of speech is under attack. So all those donations just go into me producing more content, getting bigger, better cameras, lighting, and going on bigger, better tour dates, inviting more people to come laugh at the things we find funny. We tell truth through comedy. And we want you to visit your local podcast subscriber. Give us five stars for the right show podcast. We produce this each and every week. So be sure to tune in, subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for watching, folks. This has been a great episode. Now go work hard.